Hello. Hello. Never a dull moment. Never a dull moment in my house. I just had to wrestle my... We had a dog attack. Like, my 50-pound puppy. <laughs> puppy. Out of here. So he's not in the video now. Uh, yeah, right. And I have this nice little cardboard doggy game. I'm not sure how effective it is. It's not very effective. It's just how we roll here. We'll see how it goes. Okay, so I'm Ginger. <laughs> I'm Jane. <laughs> and this, this is, is Chatting with Chav. Good to see you again out yeah. there, everybody. Yeah. I thought before we got get started, yeah, we're going to be tackling the 10 lies mm. homeschool moms believe over the next 10 weeks. But before mm. we get started, there's a couple of upcoming events. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Do you want to talk about College and Career Day? I can. So, March 21st, it's a mm. Saturday, there will be College and Career Day at Eton College, Elizabeth, Elizabethtown College here in Elizabethtown. And uh, what that is is a day, well, prior to that... If your student signs up, they fill out the I Start Strong survey mm-hmm. online, and that gets sent to Etown College. And the folks there like go th- go through it and study it and make suggestions for career paths for your student. And awesome. then it is cool. And then they come in on that Saturday, and uh, they have a meeting with the folks there at Etown, and they help them look through their results and give them ideas for what they might want to do in their future. And then there's also other sessions. There's sessions about financial aid. There's just general sessions on how to prepare for college as a homeschool student, not just for Elizabethtown, but for any college. And then there's also other um, sessions that are really good. Like there's been one, um, uh, Peter Crawl talked about the difference between going to a Christian college and a mm-hmm. secular college, which was very interesting. I loved that talk when he when I heard it. So just other things like that, but it's free. Yeah. That's awesome. It free. is free. We love free. Yes. <laughs> so parents and students come and you can bring, I would say it's geared like freshmen through seniors okay. to come do that. Yeah. So yeah, March yeah. 21st and registration is open. It sure so, is. Yeah. You can go to chaponline.com, click on events and get more information yep. there. Yep. So, and of course, you know, I'm going to talk about convention. Mm-hmm. It's coming up June 12th and 13th Yay. at the Lancaster County Convention Center. But the big thing I want to talk to you about today are volunteers. Because convention could never happen without the awesome volunteers that we have. Mm -hmm. And we always need volunteers. And so, um, just a heads up, registration will be opening March 1st this year. So, Early Bird will run March 1st to March 15th. Mm -hmm. So, that's a change. Mm -hmm. And that's also when our volunteer registration will be open. And, um, you know, there's a lot of great positions that you can come help, you can come serve, and then Mm -hmm. you get the rebate on your... um, registration Mm -hmm. so talking about free (laughs) you know you can make convention free yeah Yeah. you can make convention free if it's a financial struggle for your family you know to come to convention you know serve a few hours help out other homeschooling families help out chat it couldn't happen without Mm -hmm. volunteers so if you want more information about volunteering please drop a comment and i will personally Mm -hmm. reach out to you because um yeah, this is what I'm working on right now and, and hoping to get our volunteers lined up so that yeah. everything goes smoothly, yeah. but mark your calendars. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff to do. Oh, oh yeah. It, security it, to UCS to... It's as simple hosts, as, yeah, it's handing out the convention bags, helping at mm-hmm. registration, helping with security, mm-hmm. being in a prayer booth for a couple of hours. Oh, yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. 
It's, yeah. you know, there's just all these wonderful ways to serve and ways for families to serve, yeah. ways for teens to and serve. sometimes, sometimes like our, a keynote or one of our speakers needs like a helper to stay in their booth while they go speak or something like that. And, and that's a really cool way to get to know some yeah. of the speakers. Yeah. That's so a neat opportunity. There's just, there's so many options. And so it couldn't happen without all the volunteers and I need volunteers. We need more volunteers this year. Um, we got by last year, but we could have used more, a few more hands last year. So, um, yeah. So I just want to bring that up and, and have you thinking about it. And, you know, maybe you're here watching and your children are a little older or, you, you know, you don't feel like you quite need convention anymore in your life. But think about reaching back and think about to the... help out. The, yeah. Think yeah. about the families that come and think about being a blessing to them and mm-hmm. saying, okay, I'll give a couple of hours of my time, even though I wasn't even planning on coming to the convention... I'm going to come down and give a couple hours of my time because it's important. Mm-hmm. And it's important that families feel supported and it's important that families have this option. And so just think about what convention has meant to you and, um, and make it possible for make others. Make it possible for mm-hmm. others. So yeah, drop a comment. If you're willing to help me out, I would love that. Mm-hmm. I'll reach out to you personally. Oh, but- here's one more idea for you. I had a friend who had lots of curriculum to sell. She was done homeschooling. Had lots of curriculum to sell, but you can't sell at UCS unless you're registered for a convention. So she registered, and then she volunteered to work in the UCS, mm-hmm. and she paid. So she got that free. She got a registration fee free, and she sold a bunch of curriculum. Yeah, awesome. So oh, sorry, it was awesome. cool. Yeah, it's a really good way to do that. Yeah, so there you go. So we're gonna be talking about lies. Uh, mm. You know, how many lies have I believed out of mm. through the last 19 years of homeschooling? Probably the list is more than I could yeah, <laughs> even, you know, because yeah, the enemy wants know. to come against what we're doing here. Oh, yeah, that's so, for sure. But lie number one, you have to love homeschooling to do it. You have to love it. it you know, you mm. have to, every day has to be lovable and great. And yes, the best day ever. The best it's day so ever. better than the last day. And I just keep getting better. Per- and perfectly organized. Hey, Corinne. But yeah, perfectly organized. Corinne's one of my wonderful volunteers. She yeah, does, Corinne. yeah, she does the whole scholarship thing. She's amazing. But yeah, side note. But yeah, you have to love homeschooling. You have to love it. It has to be perfectly organized and be this picture perfect setting. Um, no, that's so no, not true. That's not true. That's <laughs> so not, not true. true. No. And I kind of think that's come from. This picture in our minds of the picture perfect homeschool day, I, I kind of think it's come it's come out of the past, um, a part of reality of the past, I guess you could say. Because I think back when homeschooling started, I mean, you, you, the, at least the stereotype here in Lancaster County is of the family, large family with lots of people dressed the same, jumpers. Everyone is a rocket scientist, and they mm-hmm. all play seven instruments yeah. and speak three languages. Yeah. And, and I think, I think that became the stereotype because I think there were actually a number of families like that, but I think actually at that time in homeschooling's history, homeschoolers kind of had to be like that because they had to prove that we could do it. They had to prove that children could learn. They had to prove that they could be way above and beyond everybody else to prove the validity of homeschooling. So I think that's become the stereotype. And unfortunately, the rest of us who don't achieve that are going, oh man, like I'm failing. I know. I remember when I started homeschooling, I had this vision in my head that we were going to be on the cover of homeschooling today. (laughs) All seven of my children, they would all be dressed in matching outfits that I had hand sewn, (laughs) holding their violins. Now nobody plays violin. I don't know how to sew. sew. 
but it's just, I had right. this image in my mind. And so then I would have this image. I would go to convention. I would get my curriculum. I would plan. I love the planning, Ding. but then day one would come and okay, maybe day one wasn't so bad, but by like, you know, a couple days in, we have some attitudes, mm-hmm. including, including mine, you know, or just, you know, think about it. We're putting a family together and they're together all day. It's like sinful little people and my sinful self and, you know, fallen people all together all day long and we expect this perfection. Mm-hmm. And it, mm-hmm. it doesn't usually it doesn't work really, out that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it doesn't have to be perfect. And I don't need to love it. There are some days when it's just flat out hard it homeschooling is a challenging thing it is a, a challenging yeah. thing and and um the like there's definitely some things that I don't love about homeschooling I don't mind um taking a curriculum and making it happen I'm really good at planning we need to do it in this many days or we can spread it out this much or whatever what I really and I still don't enjoy this is is grading I don't I just don't if it's like math and it's like it's right or it's wrong you've got an 80% because you get this many right out of this that's fine but you know English Mm -hmm. you know grammar like how do you grade that I just don't the rubric I get the rubric thing but I I don't get the rubric thing so (laughs) side note we are going to have an interactive session on how to objectively Evaluate your children's Ooh, writing. Maybe I need <laughs> to, go to that. But no, I know what you mean. I mean, there are things that I just flat out did not love. It was typically subjects that were hard for me to begin uh, yeah. with, maths and sciences. And so even if they took science at co-op, well, I was still responsible throughout the week to make sure the assignments were getting done. Mm-hmm. Or when there's a big project, help. yeah, yeah like science fair type projects. <laughs> I did not like. I just didn't like it. You know, and I mean, this isn't all gloom and doom. I mean, we're not here to tell you that. Just hate it and do it anyway. I mean, it's not, I mean we should we should strive for there to be joy in our home. We should, uh-huh. and we should strive to out of obedience. You know, there should be good things, and there are good days, and there mm-hmm. are good things, and in the end, sure. you can look back and see them. I think we just wanted to come on and just let you know it's okay if you're not loving it yeah, right now. It really is. Yeah, don't think that it's all sunshine and roses yeah. over here. And I do love it. I love having my kids home. I love being with them. I love the aha moments. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so fun. And it's really fun. Like, my youngest um, doesn't get as much time as the others. And he just goes and does stuff on his own. So, And it's fun to hear him. And you hear him singing songs or yep. doing whatever in the other room. And it's like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah. So, or when someone comes up with a really good paper, like my, my one daughter did have a science fair project this year, and she came up with this really great idea, and we got it done oh, during awesome. Christmas vacation, and it was good, and it showed her, it taught her something about herself, and it was really good, yeah. so. Yeah, so it's not all things. gloom and doom, but it's just there are hard days, there are hard subjects, there are hard moments, you know, and I look back, and I look back on it with a lot more love and fondness <laughs> than I had during it. I mean, it's just the reality. There were, it was just long, hard days. They were, that's the whole little saying. They're the longest days and shortest years of your life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, they were. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, when it all came to a head, I don't know how many years in I was with homeschooling because in the beginning I had a very strict schedule and they all had to be up at a certain time. We had devotions at a certain time. Beds needed to be made, breakfast. Had to be, like I was... And then as the years went on and I got tired and there were babies, I, like, I started letting them sleep later. And 
Um, I remember I started just having my quiet time by this window and I drink my coffee and like, I did not want them to wake up like, cause the day <laughs> would have to start. And I would watch the school bus pick up kids every day, every day. I would just, it would stop right outside my house and I would see the neighbor kids get on and I would look at that bus and I would think, why are my kids not getting on that bus? Like think of all the things I could do all day long. Like what am I doing? And I would just fixate on that bus every day and it would set my tone for the day and my attitude. And one day I'm just Claire's day, you know, the Lord just spoke to me and he said, stop looking at the bus. Like I've called you to this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to equip you. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean it's always going to be easy, Mm -hmm. but you need to be obedient. And from that day on, I really did stop looking at the bus and I did find more joy in it because if I'm going to do something, I might as well be joyful in Mm -hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So I found more joy. Sure. It didn't mean it got easier. It didn't mean I loved it all the time. But it did have... I had a shift in my attitude. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Isn't so maybe just, something to to examine? Yeah. If, you, if you're finding that you're like just... All the time and irritated and... Um, I really don't like what's going on here. Just take some time and examine the whys. Yeah. Why why is that? So true. So true. And you know, maybe if you're not loving it, it's because something's not working and maybe you need to change Change it up. And that's okay too. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, I had this very strict schedule in my mind. I had this like, they had to be well-rounded. So we had to do everything. Everything. Like it just, it was, I recreated school at home. (laughs) It it was just, I figured it all out. It was such a mess. My poor older children, they're such guinea pigs. But sometimes we need to readjust. Like, Maybe we're hating it because what we're doing is what we're not supposed to be doing, or it's not necessary. We have this idea. It's just too much. Yeah. I mean, we all know this. There's tons of good things to do out there. There's tons of good places to put your time into, but we can't do it all. That's right. They can't, you know, the well-rounded student. Yeah. You have to do music, and you have to do sports. We all have gaps. You have to do art. You have to do this. (laughs) And um, that's one of the things that always frustrated me in my schooling experience and I didn't homeschool was that um the music people did not get along with the sports people and I did both so they were always fighting for my time and like I'm the well-rounded student I'm not allowed to do two things but whatever that's a whole different totally different story but if you're feeling like you're not loving things just take a look at what you're doing. Yeah. You know, is is there something we can let go? Is there yeah. some curriculum we can change? Because ugh, every time we get it out, everyone's like, uh. yeah. and that yeah. that's happened to me. I, well, I know my evaluator. One of the greatest pieces of advice, Bonnie Griner. She's a speaker at Chap. Also, let's just see how the convention just comes it right just in comes here in. all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> but no, Bonnie Griner. She's just a gem. Um, you know, she said, if it's not working, then stop. Like, do not t- spend an entire year with your entire family hating something. Now, that doesn't mean if your kid hates math that you don't do math. Mm-hmm. But it, it's just if a specific... Differently. Right. If a specific curriculum is not working and you're hating it and they're hating it, but you spent all this money on it at convention and you're after that, you know, don't let that be a hill you die on. Like, switch it. Find something mm-hmm. else. We, that happened to us this year, actually. My second youngest was doing... A, it's a spelling program. And there was one part of it that just totally freaked her out. And every time I got to the day, oh, I don't want to do spelling. It was a particular day of the week. We would do a particular activity. And she did not, like, she was, like, getting herself all <gasps> worked up before we even got to it. And it occurred to me, I'm like, you know, we don't have don't to do, do that, that part. No. We don't have to do that part. So we're still using the curriculum. We just don't do that particular day. Right. There's, like, 
fine. And we don't, we do school four days a week because we have co-op the fifth day. So I just yeah cut that one off and we do the other ones. It's yeah. no big deal. Yeah. So, so I think that it works. That, that will help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we're just here to tell you it's a lie if you think you were supposed to be loving it and you're not. Because there are days that are not lovable. And, um, but being obedient and doing what God calls you to do. And you could bring your heart around too. Yeah. God will yeah. bring your heart around. Yeah. It'll be different. Yeah. All so, right. Well, that was lie number one. <laughs> Join us next week and we're going to tackle another one. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. All right. This has been Chat with Chat. See you next week.